0: Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohn, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I remember when I uh, was thinking about writing about this, um, how to find the miracle mindset and stay there. I got so excited. I have a lot to say today, y'all. Yes, I normally have a lot to say, but um, it may be a little longer than normal, but um, this is what I was guided to share with y'all. So I hope today is helpful for you because, to me, um, the, the this stuff that I'm talking about is the basis for how I live my life. And I could not feel inspired uh, if I didn't believe uh, and occupy this miracle mindset. So I'm gonna talk to you about what that is and how to get there and how to stay there, y'all, because it is great, it's awesome. So, would you believe me? Let me ask you, would you believe me if I told you that the mind is designed to create stories and that we reinforce those stories with thoughts and belief? If you really think about that, would you believe that? Guess what, y'all? It's true. We seek evidence throughout our lives to support or disprove the stories that we have in our minds about anything. Anything. Our minds think in moments and then make determinations about what to expect and believe. And maybe most people don't really think about that's how their minds work, but we really do look for evidence to support our beliefs for justification, okay? So I want you to try and experiment today. Maybe you do it for, I don't know, half hour or all day, okay? So the next time you go driving somewhere, I want you to make a decision to notice all of the white cars on the road, that's it. That's the big experiment. Notice all the white cars on the road and then notice what happens. Tell yourself, I want to see all the white cars on the road or I want to see all the white cars. I've done this countless times and I laugh y'all every time. In fact, my best friend and I recently had a conversation. She was in town. Um, Hi, Devils where she plays a game uh, while she's driving long distances. And she thinks of a very unique kind of car combo, like stuff you'd really almost never see. But she does it just to keep her attention around uh, and, and, and driving. Uh, and she tests the universe to show it to her, to prove that what she just thought of and believed was possible existed. So she may think of a pink Jeep Wrangler uh, with big wheels. And then shortly afterwards or at some point along the way, a pink Jeep Wrangler flies by her. Show me that it's happened to her all the time. Now, one could call that a coincidence. Some people say that's manifestation, but the point of my sharing that with you is that when we focus our attention on specific things, we will notice them and we will not notice other things. When we commit to a particular mindset, a way of thinking, and take a particular perspective that we hold on tightly to, our outer world is experienced and perceived through that lens only. And all else seems to be less prominent and noticeable. Mindset can dictate how you view yourself and the world around you. That's what mindset is. It's the way you set your mind to See and perceive. It can also create self imposed limitations because of the way you see things and believe. Our brain is an amazing organ, y'all. Most people are just so used to their body doing what it does. Y'all don't think about the magnitude and the awesomeness of what our body does unconsciously without us even thinking about it. And while we all have both unconscious and conscious thought, we can actually program our brains to think in a particular way. Even the most rigid thinkers have the capacity to consider an alternative perspective if it appeals to them in a particular way. Huh. I speak about this all of the time about how to change your life and make it the way you want it. And that decision can come in the snap of a finger and with anything in your life. And I couldn't say that if I didn't experience it all the time. Sometimes a mindset shift can happen when we're in the sweet spot of joy, when we're feeling so good, relaxed, and filled with peace. We can agree to make sure that we incorporate more of those kinds of experiences in our lives because it allows us to feel freer, more joyful, and more fulfilled. Paradoxically, challenges can offer us a chance to change our mindsets. Oftentimes when tragedy or loss strikes, we tend to take a life review and make on the spot decisions to foster change. Somehow it's these near death experiences. I call them near death experiences because some of them are really, when somebody has a near death experience, for sure their life is profoundly changed because they they have a connection to God and the angels and they can no longer live the way they, they used to. On the other side of that is when someone close to you dies. That's that's another version of what I call near-death experience. When you are part of losing somebody, losses of loved ones and grief-filled times that bring about the most needed changes in our lives because we realize how short and precious life is. I have to tell you, on the span of one week this week, three of my friends had people immediately in their lives die. One lost a mother, one lost a sister, uh, and um, one lost uh, a friend from high school. One week. Our lives are so precious. We uh, can't, we can help compare a quality of life when loss strikes, we can't help it. These are moments we need to seize as they carry a powerful combustion of circumstances that make us take stock of how we are living our lives. I cannot begin to tell you how many people have made miraculously different decisions when they have confronted confronted loss or their own close call to death. Somehow, it is in these moments that the mind can consider different ways to think. Our values spring up front and center and we make a choice to reconfigure what we consider important. You can look back on your life. Maybe it was, you know, uh, the the close call with somebody who ran the red light. Maybe it was that time that uh, you uh, saved your child in in some way from harm. Maybe it was something that happened outside of your control where you know you got a flat tire. And then you heard about a, that uh, uh, of an accident or uh, a pile up or something bad happening that you were saved from, in those moments you take stock. Mindset is everything. Super athletes have to have a particular mindset if they want to be the best in their field. In fact, anyone who is the, at the top of their field, takes on a particular mindset in order to achieve greatly. One of my most favorite examples of this is Kobe Bryant. If you've ever had the opportunity to watch the documentary called Kobe Bryant's Muse, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I first saw this, uh, and I've seen it probably at least 10 times, I can never get enough of watching him the way he thinks, the way he lives or lived. I know we've, we've lost a special man when we lost him, but his philosophy his psychology. I never get tired of watching it and I'm inspired each and every time when I watch it, he used challenge as a motivator to become master of his craft and he was relentless in becoming the best. Anyone can do what he's done. I highly suggest that you watch that documentary and then take a moment to notice the areas in your life that you neglect and which areas you need, which areas that you hyper focus on. The simple truth is that if you want to change your life, you're going to need to change how you think about what happens in your life and the filter through which you process those experiences and people. Every day, you decide what you're going to think about. Believe and do, and choosing to have a particular mindset is just as important as what you feed your body, your mind, and your soul. Your mind, the mindset you choose to have, determines everything about you and for you. It's all coming down to you. You are the common denominator in the life you lead. Today, I'm going to talk with you about the miracle mindset, I'm also going to talk with you about which type of mindset you typically have, so that you can understand yourself better. Lastly, I'm going to talk with you about how to achieve the miracle mindset and how to stay there. When we wake up each day, we have the opportunity to intend to have a particular type of day. You can intend to live every day with a particular mindset, to be loving and kind, to be hyper-focused on work, work, health, family, money, growth, expansion, to be uh, uh, giving, or to be a catch potato and not do anything, and to hide. We can focus intently on any or all parts of our life. That's what these great athletes do. They eat, sleep, and breathe their performance. Every day is a chance for them to get better and better and better at their craft. Has there ever been a time in your life where you were eating, sleeping, and breathing a particular goal? The miracle mindset is similar to the master athlete mindset, just a little bit different. With the miracle mindset, it, it really isn't a mindset where we're consciously striving to push ourselves to, a high, to higher limits of intellectual or physical heights. Rather, the miracle mindset is much gentler in its application. When we allow ourselves to be in the miracle mindset, we are clear about what we want to see, hear, feel, know, and experience, but it comes with the belief, and this is this is where the uniqueness of it uh, enters, it comes with the belief that what we want and need is already here, and we are going to get out of our own way and allow it to show up. Sure, we need to realize that part of how we bring about miracles in our lives is to participate in some way. We have to be part of our own miracle-making process. And the other part is that we let the universe do its thing. But the miracle mindset is much more than just finishing an assignment or doing something. It's about living, eating, and breathing a certainty that the universe is always working in tandem, always working in your favor all of the time, even if what happens in your life seems to be unfavorable or undesirable to you. The miracle mindset gives us the opportunity to let go of the rigidity of dictating and controlling how things need to be. I've gotten caught up in that a lot. You know the saying, you plan and God laughs, right? Well, the miracle mind says that with the mindset that anything is possible, anything is possible. There are limitless possibilities and never limitations. That is the miracle mindset. Nothing gets in the way. Because what's meant to be yours will be. And it's already there. You just have to participate in bringing it about. If we can give ourselves permission to have an outlook on life that is miraculous, and we live, eat, and breathe this way of living, then doing the work to bring it about, of course, in partnership with the universe, seems almost effortless. Now, I talked to you about that. I was going to tell you the two kinds of mindsets. One is a fixed or rigid mindset. Okay. It's where you only believe A, B, and C, and you will not, not only will you not allow for room for adjustment, but you won't let anybody uh, change that for you. You rigidly believe what you believe. And then of course, there's um, the relaxed mindset. I'll call it relaxed, flexible, right? And some people grow up with a rigid mindset and then they learn to have a flexibility about how they think. Because when you have such a rigid mindset, you're really not your happiest. You're so committed to believing one way with everything or, or a particular way about everything that you got to fight to prove that what you believe is right. And that's no way to live. So to have a flexibility about mindset, that's so important. So really think about how you live your life. Do you have a rigid mindset or do you have a flexible mindset? Remember when I asked you to do the exercise to tell you to tell your mind to notice all of the white cars on the road? That's just an example of how we can program our minds to focus on whatever it is that we want to show up in our lives. We have a mindset, okay, I'm going to see all the white cars on the road. We have now developed a mindset that we are going to see that, and guess what? Your universe is going to show that to you. Is that simple? When we decide to believe something, you are going to find evidence to support that belief, whether it's positive or negative. If you think the world sucks and you just keep stepping from one pile of shit to the next, guess what? You will. You will call in those things. If you believe that, you know what, every relationship you have is a betrayal relationship, guess what? You're going to call that in too. If you believe that life isn't good and you're unlucky, you're going you're gonna to find evidence to reinforce that. But imagine what it would be like if you believed that anything was possible, that actually things really do work out because that just feels better to think that way. And then what happens when you have that mindset is that evidence shows up to prove that belief In my opinion, I'd rather decide to focus on the good in life and find evidence to support that than the negative. I've become a realist in my older age, y'all, and I fall back onto tangible proof to make many decisions in my life after I check my gut. But my heart and soul rests in the belief and the knowingness that once I put my mind on to something, I will no doubt live, eat, and breathe it. I've proven that to myself many times in my life, and I know when I'm in that space, I'm driven, I am focused, and it's as if I have blinders on. I'm only looking straight ahead. Nothing will distract me. I remember being in college, and this is a story in my book, The Intuitive Therapist, and it's in the first chapter called Six, Six Rungs Down on the Ladder Up. My parents were going to pull me out of college mid-sophomore year. I remember this. My parents sat me down. What well, it was my daddy. He said, all right, Janice. I was getting ready to leave to go back to college. And he sat me down, uh, keys in my hand. My mother came to sit down. And he says to me, um, you're not wasting any more of my effing money. I'm pulling you out. You're going to come home get a full-time job, go to school full-time, or I can't remember if it's go to community college or whatever get a job, whatever, uh, because all you're doing is coasting. Now, I've told y'all that I have learning disabilities, and back in the day, you know, 40, 45, 50 years ago, nobody noticed that. It really wasn't this kind of advanced testing. Uh, people were not as clued in uh, with kids that had learning challenges as I did, dyslexia, comprehension challenges. Some would say that I have ADD, all those kinds of things. Nobody taught me how to study. I mean, I, I, when I graduated high school, it was uh, with almost a D average. But that wasn't commensurate with my actual intelligence. I didn't know what I was doing, and I struggled. And this threat that my father uh Offered. He was serious too. If anybody knew my daddy, once he said something, boom, that was it. But this threat was enough for me to defy my learning disabilities, the ones that were never attended to to me as a kid by the adults in my life. And I begged and I pleaded. I said, Daddy, I'm gonna I'm gonna do right. I'm gonna figure this out. Hours later, I left and I made the decision to teach myself how to study. I had to figure it out. And from then on and throughout graduate school, I made Dean's List and perfect grades. High honors. Because I lived, I ate, and I breathed academic achievement. I figured it out. And for those of you with learning disabilities, learning challenges, whichever word you want to use, you know we have to work 10 times harder than somebody who does not have the challenges that we have. It takes us longer to study. We have to prepare differently. We learn differently. Once you figure that out, then you can show your intellectual capacity like I did. When I decided to write my first book, once I made the decision to finish it, it was like I was a freight train that couldn't be stopped. Every day, I woke up early, went to my office, and I wrote for hours and hours. I lived, I ate, and breathed writing. And I got out of my own way. When I was turning 50, uh, I wanted to get into shape and lose some weight that I had gained over time. I was hyper-focused. I got a trainer, polished my eating habits. I lived, I ate, and I breathed a toner in more fit body, and I achieved it. Now, here's the thing, y'all. Thanks to menopause and COVID-19, that ain't the case anymore. I have definitely added some poundage, but y'all, I'm not focusing on that. I am focusing on positive mindset, but I'm sure some of y'all, especially the women out there, they're in my age range, y'all are experiencing this too. But my point is this, y'all you put your mind to something, you will achieve it. Anyone who finds enough leverage with themselves can achieve anything. That's what I did. Anyone who chooses the miracle mindset can bring about anything in their lives. It is about finding a big enough why and making what you focus on a must in your life Because anything less than that is just a bullshit uh, saying, oh, I need to do that, or I really should do that. Those don't matter when it comes to making life happen for you. When you believe in a miracle mindset, it's just a given that the kinds of things that you're going to do are going to bring about what is right for you. So whatever it is that you want to change in your life, your weight, your emotional intelligence, your profession, your lifestyle, anything You can. The miracle mindset makes it possible. Believe that each day you wake up is an opportunity for you to create miracles. And you will. And every day that you choose the miracle mindset, watch and see what happens. Now, I can say, honestly, nobody's in that mindset every day. But you can be there most days. And then the miracle mindset also offers you the opportunity to have compassion to yourself when you're not in the miracle mindset. That's okay. Just get back there, get back there, call on those experiences where you know, in your life, you have fought tooth and nail to achieve something. Nobody knows how hard you worked. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how hard I worked in different parts of my life to get to where I am today. And they don't need to. It's enough for me to know that I've had that ex- those experiences. So I can't ever say I can't achieve something anymore. I can't. Because I know what I've done before and I also know that people who are much less for- fortunate than I have achieved more than I have. No excuses. Be of the miracle mind. Believe anything's possible. Believe that that you can have what you want. That whatever it is you want, even if you're like, Oh my gosh, I want to live in a mansion. I want to drive this kind of car. I want to get married to this kind of person. Go make it happen. People do it all the time. I believe in you. And I believe in the miracle of you. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.